you know, there's it seems like David Ochoa is a, kind of a focus in the media right now. Um, have you talked to him about um, what happened after the, the game on Saturday? And if so, what, what did you say? Uh, yeah, we, we talked, and hopefully we can move on from it. Uh, but just a learning experience for him that he's going to get heckled, and I don't know exactly what happened. I didn't see when it, um, the, the the situation happened at the end. I was congratulating players and shaking hands with with people. And um, but as far as um, what I think maybe his reaction was was to people heckling him, and that's that's the name of the game. It's only going to get uh, worse, um, and you don't want to put yourself in those situations. And so, for you know, I don't want to ever take away his his fire uh, but he you know you, you got to be smart about situations you know he's developing you got to make sure your uh, uh, conversation with him was just understanding that that's going to that's going to happen everywhere and if you're a you know good professional you're going to learn how to deal with it and take it as just good fan banter and and give him the applause after the game and move on uh, but not to take the bait and and get involved in stuff I hope we do talk about our, our transition phase and when, and when we go from defense to offense, we actually call it uh, the ball carrier plus, a, plus three. So one a pl and a plus three. And in this case, we had one and a plus four, which is even better. We did talk about that they, it would be on to counterattack them, but we talked about it being in the wide areas and it happened to be in the center area. So you do scout, you do all that, and at times the game, you know, it came out in a transition phase, but it wasn't exactly where we thought we would uh, exploit the space. But, hey, however it comes, uh, we did know there would be opportunities to counter them. And, and we, we, we have a principle of a plus three, ball carrying a plus three, and ended up being a plus four, so even better. When I started this, Alex. <laughs> I speak Spanish too. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to ask a little bit about uh, Anderson Julio. Obviously, uh, a, a big MLS debut for him with the two goals. Um, you know, <clears throat> you guys tried to get him a couple years ago. He ended up going to Mexico. He's here now. Um, you know, I wonder if, if you remember at all, like what you kind of what you guys kind of saw from him back then. Um, if you had any inkling as to it. And, uh, and maybe how much has he maybe developed in the last two years um, where he's kind of showcasing that stuff to MLS now? What you're seeing is what, what we saw. Uh, we felt, uh, you know, that in, in a 1v1, he was going to put the, uh, the defender on his heels and he would be willing to go and he was brave. We, we liked his, his movement on the vertical. We liked his pace uh, with the ball at his feet and carrying it. So, I, you know, when you talk about his his uh development in mexico it's 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 kind of hard because he didn't have a whole lot of playing and you, you know you you do develop off games you need games to continue to grow um and but if there's one one particular place where he can continue to grow and get better at it's, 
it's it's still more of the uh, ball between the lines. And I think uh, Mexico asked a lot of that, you know, ball at his feet, very technical. So it was actually a good place for him to go and learn that that's that that part of the game. Uh, and then continue, even though, you know, he got two goals this weekend, that's great. We got to continue to to polish him off in, in the finishing phase, uh, whether it's a good cross or getting to the end of it. It's 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 the hardest part of the game. And, uh, you know, he gets himself in very good situations. Um, and so we got to continue to work on that part and him continue to develop on it. We're extremely happy that he got the two goals. One very unselfish um, pass by by Rubio. Uh, and in the, the scramble one that Rubio also gets tripped up. And then that one I thought was a very classy uh, finish in, in, in a tough situation. Uh, but we can continue. He can continue to grow in that phase. Next question comes from William. <clears throat> Buenas tardes. Si me podrías repetir lo que conversó con David Ochoa respecto al incidente que sucedió al final del partido en español, por favor, y qué fue lo que le gustó y qué no le gustó del equipo en esta primera presentación. Felicidades. Muchas gracias. Sí, no, Ochoa para mí es, me gustan los jugadores humildes, me gustan los jugadores que quieren ser un un, un romaro para todos los, los chicos que están allá intentando de llegar al profesionalismo en el fútbol. Y so yo, le, yo le comenté a Ochoa que es un, una parte de, de, de él, su desarrollo, es crecer y saber que siempre gente va a estar uh, viendo sus acciones y intentando de repetir sus acciones. So necesita que ser un buen ejemplo en esa acción. Uh, pero lo demás me gustó la actitud de Ochoa. Yo creo que entró el juego, entró con buen carácter. Uh, yo creo que lo más se enganchó en esa última jugada por, por la gente, no sé, echándole lo que le están echando entre el juego. Y para la otra yo creo que no va a haber uno, no va a haber uno a, a Ochoa reaccionar así. Va a ser más, más, más maduro en esa situación. El equipo me gustó su carácter. Me gustó su carácter um, de todo, cada uno de los jugadores la mentalidad de, de, de estar positivo, la mentalidad del trabajo, de traba, ser trabajador en la cancha, de la unión del grupo, eh, excelente a un alto nivel. Sabemos cuando uno sale fuera de casa en cualquier parte del mundo, pero en esta liga de MLS es bien complicado. Y, y, y más porque íbamos a enfrentar un, un equipo que el año pasado llegó al, a la semifinal de la conferencia y, y, y perdió su primer juego. Y so cuando ya regresa a su juego, el primer juego en casa del, del año, el prim, uh, con gente, después de un año sin gente, que iban a salir con mucha energía y, y me gustó cómo nos, nos, nos agrupamos y, y defendimos con, cuando se necesitaba que defender y, y inteligencia en, en el ataque. Lo que podríamos hacer mejor, pero es, es más fácil decir que hacer cuando, uno, cuando un equipo está tan agresivo como Minnesota, ellos querían ganar el juego sí o sí. Eso, pero yo creo que podríamos mejorar un poquito en más posesión de balón uh, eh, para pa, pa que ellos trabajen un poquito más para recuperar. Solamente eso, pero lo demás, el carácter uh, estaba uh, al 100. Yeah, he asked me to repeat um, the David, what I talked to David Ochoa about, and so I, I, you guys already got that version, and then what I liked and didn't like of the team, and I told him, for me, uh, we went and played a very good team. 
Uh, as much as people can say, you know, they lost 4-0 Seattle, uh, Minnesota is a very good team who has a top, top number 10 in the league. Um, a very good coach, has them running and believing. And we knew it was going to be a tough game because now they're at home, haven't had fans uh, in a year, and they were going to have fans. They lost their home opener, but uh, sorry, their season opener. Now they're at home uh, wanting to prove um, all the critics right. Um, you know, so uh, we knew there was going to be a lot of pressure. And what I loved about my team was the character, the mentality. It was top. It's top. Like in this league, it's so hard to go on the road and get a, a, a tie at that. And now we, we win and we're able to get a win. Uh, and it was all set on the mentality of the guys, the way we defended, the things that we worked on. Uh, you know, we, they put a lot of pressure on us. We bent in moments, uh, but didn't break. And in the intelligence to counterattack and really punish when the opportunity arose and, and still be willing to suffer after that. And Minnesota ne never left the, uh, took the, the foot off the pedal. And they kept coming and we kept responding the right way. What I thought we could continue to improve on, it's easier said than done because the team is coming with everything from minute one to the 95th minute they were coming at us. Uh, maybe we could have been a little bit better in, 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 in possession, a little bit sharper. Uh, um, um, you know, a little bit better in our decision-making of when to go forward and not. But again, I thought the, the players made all the right decisions because of so much pressure coming. Uh, they knew when to go long and, and, and let us get some oxygen and, and when to risk and when not to. <coughs> Next question comes from Andy or Ryan Jensen. Hey, Freddie, I wanted to ask you about Samir Krylock and, and his, you know, everyone talks about how friendly and welcoming he is, and I wonder kind of how he's been able to do that with the new guys on the team so far this year. Yep, exactly what you said. Friendly and welcoming. This guy uh, takes anyone under his wing. Very positive. He's a tremendous leader um, by actions, by communication. Um, he loves the club. He loves his teammates. He loves our colors. He, he loves everything about it. He Every day he comes, he comes with, with positivity. Uh, and that, that is so contagious to the rest of the guys. I, even today I saw him kind of put his arm around little Chris Garcia, who's one of the younger guys, right? So now you're talking about... The old, one of the older players on the team to one of the younger players on the team and him still taking a moment to make sure that, that he acknowledges them and knows that, hey, I know who you are and, and you're an important piece of the team. Um, so that, that's what Demir means to us. He's, he's, he's a top person, first and foremost, a human being, amazing person that you want to be around with. And then he carries that onto the soccer field and, and to, into the locker room to his teammates. younger he he kind of liked to run for fun and kind of run on the track and things like that and, um, I couldn't really ascertain whether or not he was a track and field athlete I don't know if you know that but um, you know I think it, it might kind of speak to uh, some uh, cross training like things that, that some younger athletes kind of do and you know some parents say it's good some say it's not but um, I'm kind of curious kind of your opinion on you know, the fact that he, he did do a lot of running younger and it's obviously translating to his soccer career and, like, what you think the value of those types of things are for younger athletes. Yeah, I think uh, there's, there's a lot of things that can, that can carry on and, and help with your, your development. Um, I don't know much about his, his early years, so I'm, I'm not going to tell you that I, I do, but uh, when I did go to visit him in Ecuador, I met with him. him I had dinner with him and his family, and... Uh, the first person I met with was his father. And his father was super fit, 
already, uh, you know, you know, probably in his fifties or so and fit a beast, you know, and just ripped. And we we're like, I, I, I remember asking the agent, are we signing this guy or the other guy? Right. So I think a lot of it has to do with jeans. Uh, and, and, you know, the dad, I think, was a, an ex-footballer as well, and he looked like he was fit, ready to play now. Um, didn't look his age. So um, I think from what I observed, that's, that's probably where he got it from. Um, as far as what he did at the younger age, I'm sure it helped as well. kind of transitional state maybe that's led some of us uh, in the media to, to underrate you guys or, or not pay as much attention to what's happening at RSL and you know now to have the the, the emotions and the controversy of your first your win kind of puts you on the on the map I was just wondering how you sort of think your team is forming its sense of self and what role you're playing are you playing the underdog card or is there a different kind of way you're, you're getting your guys to kind of um, rally around something yeah, uh, you know, we, we, we don't mind all that. We tr I, I, for one, and I asked the group to, to not pay attention to to what you guys write, and, and, and you know, you're all going to have your opinions, and you should have your opinions. For us, it's, it's the everyday. It's the everyday work. We know we're footballers. We get paid to be a footballers. We, RSL is a club that's, that has tradition. RSL is a club that has a great following in the state and the city. Uh, people love, love the team and the club, and, you know, we don't. We that's who we pay attention to is our fans, uh, the ones that motivate us on the day to day, and 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 that gets us going. You know, we wanna, we wanna, we know what our DNA is. Aside from whatever anyone else has said, is we want to make sure that we outwork opponents. We want to make sure that we have, we make it tough on opponents when they come in here, um, and 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 compete, and compete against any team that you put in front of us. We're not always going to win, uh, but that's what we look to do and try to entertain the fans and. That's been that's been the the, the DNA of of RSL is you when you come and play RSL you're you're going to play a team that's tough to play against uh, and and that's our focus um, you know we try not to pay attention to the uh, the media because I think if you do that's a mistake where you win a game and you start believing people that's thinking you're the greatest on the planet and then you lose a game and then people start saying you're the worst on the planet so you, you got to stay away from that stuff and just go on the totally process oriented the day to day and today we had a great training session we accomplished something today now what's the next day ahead of us not 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 ever not our surroundings and it's just directly in front of us and what we do on the day to day Well, we want to be good in all phases of the game. So when we, I think we showed in, in the preseason that, and we're back two years ago, if, if I'm not mistaken, we were, uh, I think, fourth in the league in goals against. Uh, and so that's always been, we, we want to be a good, well-defending team. Uh, now, from defending, you know, there's going to be a transition phase. So we want to be dangerous in that phase. And we have put some, some uh, focus into that. And, and luckily... Sometimes it happens, or like a game like Minnesota, where we were able to capitalize on that. There's going to be moments that we're not. 
we do want the ball. We do want the ball. And to be honest, I think going on the road 40-some percent is not bad. That's not too shabby. It means you're, you're, you're close to, you know, you, you made the, the opponent work. Um, and there's going to be some moments where, where you want to have more control and possession. We definitely look for possession on the day-to-day. -day. I'd rather my team and myself, when I play the game, uh, is we, we love the ball. We fell in love with the game because of the ball not because we were chasing someone around, it's because we had the ball and we were able to score. So first and foremost, that's what our team wants to do. There's going to be moments that we don't. For instance, going to Minnesota, a team that was looking to win in their home opener, uh, complicated for us. But I thought we still, you know, punch for punch, we were there and, and, and we, we were actually pretty good uh, in the possession. I thought 40-some was, was pretty good. Uh, can we get better at it? Yes, we can. Will we look to get better at it? Of course we will and we'll continue to train it. Um, but, uh, you know, when I'd rather take a win any day than, than dominate the possession. There was m many and many games last year where we controlled the possession, ended up with more possession, and, and didn't end up with the win. So it's a, it, I'd rather get the win any time, and I know everybody in the locker room would as well. shots against from last game I think I think Minnesota had like 23 shots but only two of them were on goal so obviously not very efficient but still a lot of shots to face for, for the team like when you look at a, a statistic or a metric like that like do you think only the shots on goal matter or do you think maybe you guys got to figure out a way to to reduce the, the total shot number and, and how you'll do that we definitely want to reduce shot uh number but I also think Credit to our, our group in the defending and the aggression. I thought, we, you know, they weren't having clear shots. There was a lot of shots from outside the box. That's great. Um, we want to do limit shots in the box. But if teams do get in the box, you know, that we're in their face, we're, we're forcing them to rush play, we're forcing, we're blocking. Like Marcelo's, the, the counterattack one on the corner kick comes from a block shot from Marcelo that lets us, leads to a break. Like, we're gonna, you're going to take that on an away game, guys. Tune in every game this weekend that comes in and see how the first 15, 20 minutes are for the away team. There's very few teams that go in there and, and are able to control the moment. So I thought our guys controlled the moment in the defensive phase very well, and, and then we were opportunistic when, when the opportunity came to, to punish the opponent. Uh, 